0: morning, beautiful humans. Welcome back to the podcast. You are joining me in my car at 6.38 a.m. on my way to Pilates. (laughs) This may be a two-part episode. You will hear it in one part, but um, I may record um, the first half while I'm going and then the other half as I am leaving, but we will see what comes through me. And if you're on my Instagram, you know that I have promised you guys some insight on my current health changes, things I've been doing for my body, how it's been uh, changing it, how I've been feeling. And so let's just get into it. We're talking all things like manifesting your dream body, weight, weight loss slash uh, fat loss, manifesting curves, just like... I don't know, a body that feels good, flowy, sexy, feminine, all the things that I crave in my life, and so I've been on a weight loss journey for a little while now because back in 2020 into 2021, the end of 2020 into 2021, I just had gained a ton of weight, and it just did not feel good, like a good... I don't know, I was in like the best shape of my life, I was around 130 pounds, not the weight necessarily dictates anything, but that's just what I happened to weigh, 130, 135, Um, yeah, I was just in, I was super fucking strong, I was super lean, I had abs, I just had a really good body that I absolutely loved, and I was nourishing it well, I was eating so much, my metabolism was on fire, it was phenomenal, and then 2020 came around, and Like the rest of the world, like many people in the rest of the world, I gained a lot of weight. I shot up to the last I weighed myself was like 155, but I was definitely heavier because I started working out and that's when I started weighing myself, so maybe like 160, 165, perhaps up to 170, maybe. My husband says I exaggerate numbers, which sometimes I do. Um, (laughs) I exaggerate time, I exaggerate numbers sometimes. I just like round up sometimes. (laughs) And uh, whatever it was, I just, I had an excess amount of fat that I was not vibing with. And It was fine for the time, like I went through a whole self-love journey. I learned to love myself regardless of what my physical body looked like and that was really a necessary lesson that I had to learn. But I decided, I guess in 2022, that I was done with it and that I really wanted to put intention into making my body leaner and smaller. I personally just like being in a smaller body not just even a leaner body, like if I were to, you know, stay at 155 pounds or 160 pounds, whatever, and be super lean, like, I could definitely do that body recomp, but I personally just like being in a smaller body. It feels better in my body. Um, it, I feel like it looks better. I feel just better overall. And I know that there's a lot of controversy nowadays in terms of saying that, but I'm here to speak my truth and encourage you to do that for yourself. <laughs> okay, so I just like being in a smaller body. So my, I don't necessarily have a certain weight goal that I like need to get down to and I'm not necessarily weighing myself all the time. I've let you guys in on that because I've ta- I've done a lot of podcasts around my health, but recently, even though I've lost a decent amount of body fat and weight and all that stuff, and I'm I'm definitely smaller, maybe like two to three months ago, I decided that I really wanted to get pregnant, that I was ready to make a baby. (laughs) And no, I'm not pregnant right now. Not that I know of, but I'm just going to say I am because I'm manifesting it. So I will be pregnant, (laughs) but I like haven't tested positive yet. (laughs) And, um, Yeah, I looked at just overall, like, what do I need to change to really feel like my body can hold a baby? What do I feel like I personally need to feel my best getting pregnant, gaining another, you know, 10 to 20 pounds? I don't know how much I'm going to gain during pregnancy. Um, What do I feel like I need? You know, there's so much conflicting crap out there and so many experts in this and that. And I was a registered dietitian, so I was an expert in things. And it's just like... Everyone's like, but you can get pregnant as you are and you don't need to change anything. Well, I believe that what we actually want is what's going to happen So, and what actually needs to happen. So if I felt like I needed to lose more weight, if I felt like I needed to shift some stuff in my life, then that's what I needed to do in order to get pregnant. And so a few months ago, my husband said, I think I even recorded the podcast on it. My husband said like, Hey, we're ready to have a baby. Let's do the thing. I agreed. And like really just putting intention into manifesting it. You know, there's times when you're like, yeah, I'd like that. Or yeah, I'm starting to be ready for that. And you're like, okay, cool. I'm trying to build a business or I'm trying to get pregnant. Or I'm trying to do this or I'm dating people. I'm trying to manifest the love of my life, but you're not seriously putting intention into it. You know, it's not like a right now, like I'm ready for it right this minute type thing. Yeah. You know, like there's a difference. And so that readiness meter, (laughs) readiness meter, (laughs) just kind of turned on for both him and I. And I went through a whole like rabbit hole of learning about hormones and pregnancy and relearning about hormones because I learned it in college and stuff like that in my grad school. Um but specific to like holistic pregnancies, not necessarily like infertility treatments and stuff like that. I would not do that. But um I went down this whole rabbit hole and I was like, you know what, I, I actually want to lose weight before I get pregnant. I really would like to be in a smaller body. I would like to experience a smaller body and I would like to start at a smaller body and then get pregnant. And um, putting that intention into it just led me down diet changes, it led me down fitness changes, it led me down an overall lifestyle change. So let me share a little bit about what that is. Okay, so in terms of diet, (sighs) I cut out gluten, I cut out a a good amount of dairy that I was consuming. I cut out a lot of added sugar that I was consuming. Um, You guys know that I was big on baking, um, baking bread, baking, (laughs) baking cookies, brownies, cupcakes. And you don't necessarily have to cut those things out, but those are things that I felt called To clean up as I was reading and as I was just tuning inwards, like universe guide me down the most perfect path. Those were some things that I felt really, really, really called to change. In terms of dairy, though, I haven't given up cheese. Y'all, I think a life without cheese kind of sucks. And although it doesn't make me feel the absolute best, like this is all based off of just what feels really good in my body, cutting all these things out. I don't know, it just it feels like my body just got more grounded it feels like my blood sugar just leveled out a lot and it feels just like my body's responding to the world way better. (laughs) Not just even in terms of the way it looks like. Yes, I've definitely lost more weight and yes, it definitely looks a lot leaner and different, but also just in terms of the way that it responds to life. Like I no longer go through like blood sugar spikes, And um, crashes where I get fucking hangry. I used to go through these phases where it was like uh, I wouldn't feel anything. I'd be like, okay, I'm fine. Then all of a sudden I'd be fucking hangry and starving and it would just be awful. And so that no longer happens, which that is honestly so much easier in life. So if you're experiencing any sort of uh, crashes like that and then you just like have to eat the whole fucking kitchen, like there's something going on with your blood sugar. There needs to be some sort of uh, an intervention there. (laughs) And um, yeah, I feel like cutting out all of these things, while some people may feel like it's extreme, I also, like anything basically that has added sugar in it on a daily basis, I don't really consume. I don't really consume grains. Like I cut out oats, I cut out rice, I cut out quinoa, all flours, on a general sense. Sometimes I'll have potatoes or sometimes like the past two nights I made um, cassava flour tortillas. I'm going to be sending out some recipes on my email list in the next week or so. So make sure to be on that if you want some of the recipes that I've been loving and using. Um, But just cutting out anything really processed. And of course there's like minimal stuff that I do have. Or like when I was in New York or like on Halloween like I had... um, candy or no, I more so had like cookies and stuff like that. But in a general sense, like a day to day sense, like it's not a normal consumption thing for me to have anything that really is not like a protein, a fat source, um, and then a high fiber carb source. And so when I say high fiber carb, when I say high fiber carb sources, sorry, I'm on a road where like, I have to use my brights occasionally, but then there's other people, so I'm trying to like <laughs> not crash and also see where the fuck I'm going all with one hand. <laughs> Don't do this, ladies and gentlemen. I do not promote good driving behaviors when i'm uh <laughs> when I'm recording a podcast at six thirty a m <laughs> on a pitch black road okay but um yeah, high fiber carbs anything like beans, anything I'm doing. I'm doing a lot of lentils. I'm doing a lot of um, like uh, coconut flour, which has carbohydrates in it, but a lot more protein. Just uh, I mean a lot more fiber, um, flax seeds, like all types of seeds I'm basically doing, and a lot of coconut flour. So I'm eating a super high fat diet. Um, moderate protein, I'm not like super worried about like, oh, I need to make sure I get more protein in. Like I'm not, I'm not super worried about that. My body doesn't feel like it's craving that at this point. And I think like there've been times in my health journey where it has, and I think there's a time and place for that. But right now my body's just like good on that. You know, it, it all really comes down to what is my body craving in this moment? What's making it feel its best? What are my taste buds? really liking and you know I know some people will be like oh well my taste buds if I listen to that my taste buds would just want donuts and bagels every single day and it's just like I don't I don't believe that I believe that it's not just your taste buds that you're paying attention to I believe it's also what makes you absolutely feel the best and that's really the journey that I've been on and sometimes it's hard to make those decisions um like cutting out wine cutting out um any sort of added sugar cutting out you know cookies and stuff like that sometimes there are times I want them and I'm just like no I know that's not going to make me feel good but it's all from a place of th- what is going to make me feel good honestly that's that's always the answer but getting truly in tune with your blood sugar truly in tune with inflammation levels truly in tune with your physical body and what size it really feels best at and understanding how to get there and how to accept its guidance and how to work with the universe and how to work with science in order to actually get yourself there. That's, it's complicated, <laughs> but it's really not. <laughs> I think that if we're like <clears throat> consuming food every single day multiple times a day it's the thing that literally like gives us life that and water and sunlight like how are we not putting an intention into yes this makes me feel good and no this doesn't make me feel good you know and how are we not being honest with ourselves about yes this makes me feel good or no this y'all it's even our poop like our pooping schedule and the type of poop that comes out of us and how much like you know what poops feel good and you know what poops don't feel good you know (laughs) it's just the truth and so your body is just constantly communicating with you between your blood sugar between your energy levels between any sort of crashes you might have between um yeah poop (laughs) that's why as a dietitian, we were so taught to ask about poop talk about poop understand poop we don't need to be a dietitian to understand what feels the best in terms of coming into and out of your body. You know, that's one of the main reasons I kind of gave up my certification and my training in that, although I still have it obviously, but um yeah, it was just like I don't need a certification to help me teach people to connect to their bodies. I just I just don't. <laughs> and you don't need one either. So like if, if you're on a journey yourself, and this is where I'll cut off part one before I come back after my Pilates class, if you're on a journey yourself to understanding what does make me feel best, what foods should I be eating, what actually feels really good in my body, then it's all about tuning inwards. Like, stop looking outwards. Stop looking to people to give you meal plans. Stop looking to what you think you should do, or your favorite influencer, or even me. Like, just tuning inwards into what actually feels the best for me what way of eating feels the best for me what types of food feel the best for me which ones give me the most energy and you know I I personally don't give a fuck about calories I could not even tell you how many calories I consume at this point whereas there have been times in my life where that really was a priority and that really served me but now I know it wouldn't so I don't do it so again like even though my training says to look at caloric intake even though my training says to limit your fat intake it even like i just i don't care i care about what my body feels in this stage of my life in this stage of my manifestation journey in this stage of my health journey and this looks wildly different than it did 14 years ago when i started or however long it's been, I don't know. Again, I exaggerate numbers sometimes and change them. And I'm like, wait, what i am on like 50 years of being on my health journey? I'm only 30 years old. <laughs> so yeah, tune out the noise, the noise being anything other than intuitive guidance for yourself. And sure, if you listen to a podcast, or you listen to your your favorite influencers or whatever in the health space. There's gonna be certain things that stand out to you right you're there there's certain things that really will start to resonate with you, and that's important for you to listen to, not just like the thing that somebody does that like uh she looks really good, so I'm gonna do that too. There's a workout person that I've been following, and I'll talk more about that when I talk about workouts after this and she eats a lot of things that I personally don't eat and I don't personally think taste good and I wouldn't really put into my body um, for a lot of different reasons, whether it's like a very chemically processed or it's more dairy based or I don't know, she did something with like 100% cacao as like a chocolate thing the other day and I've had 100% cacao and if you've ever tasted 100% cacao, it's fucking awful. It's like chalk but in a chocolate tasting form but there's no sugar. It's literally like eating cacao powder. It's it's atrocious. So, like, no, it's not going to taste like chocolate. No, I'm not going to put that <laughs> onto my food. I'll have cacao in, like, I'll put it in... Um, I'll make, like, a morning oatmeal and stuff like that. I'll be sending a grain-free oatmeal. I'll be sending that out in my newsletter over the next week or so. Um, but I'll put it into that, and, like, I put some raw honey in it, which tastes a lot better than just eating it without that. So... You know what I mean? Use your own discretion just because somebody looks good, just because somebody even is a dietitian, just because like there's plenty of dietitians that I would never fucking listen to. And I love them to death and I'm very close to them or I've been close to them, but I would never have like trust them with it or I would never follow their recommendations. So tune inwards to yourself. That's my message to you with this part one is tune into yourself your body knows what feels good you know what looks good you know what sounds good and you know what ultimately will make you feel the best long term everything included poop wise energy the way you look everything so stay in tune with that y'all that's my message to you today and I hope that I gave you some insight that you found interesting at the least and maybe you feel inspired to do some things for yourself if you have any questions for me around this particular topic let me know and I will be back with part two I actually am going to make it a separate episode um just because I'm going to go inside and I don't want to lose the recording okay y'all have the most amazing day